0: Welcome to the Dear Monday Podcast, the purposeful woman's guide to living with faith and intention. We exist to provide a weekly dose of inspiration mixed with practical tools and tips to help you live on purpose and without apologies. Get ready for thought-provoking, soul-stirring conversations that will help you face a mountain of Mondays with both grace and grit. Here's your host, Teronda Freeman. Hey, friends. Happy Monday and welcome to the Dear Monday podcast. I am your host, Taronda Freeman. I am founder and chief encouragement officer at Sanctum and Seed. I'm a dream chasing, faith pushing, ministry leader and entrepreneur who wants to see you thrive regardless of the mountain of Monday staring back at you. So as you heard in the intro, the Dear Monday podcast is here to provide a weekly dose of inspiration mixed with practical tools and tips to help you live on purpose and without apologies. Here on the Dear Monday podcast, we are writing an open letter to tell fear, frustration, procrastination, self-sabotage, and all of the other villains that I can, I will, watch me. So Monday can represent many things for many of us. It could represent a dream deferred or a goal that is stretching you or a never ending routine that has you bored and restless. Or it could represent a decision that you're dreading, something that you're putting off. A part of our purpose here on the Dear Monday podcast is to convince you to stop putting off till Monday what you can do today. So start the workout plan, submit the application, hire the coach. Forgive yourself and others. Start the business or the blog or the podcast. Go to the therapist. Go back to school. Connect with the mentor. Start your process of healing. Tell your story, whatever it is. Put one foot in front of the other and do it now. Welcome, friend, to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Dear Monday Podcast. This season, we are talking about the transformational power of vision. Last week, I shared a secret that every vision needs God. I hope you listened to it. That means that if you're trying to accomplish anything in your own strength, relying on your own knowledge or experience or connections or talents, then you're doing it all wrong. When you include God, you give him permission to work all things out for your good. One thought that I had that I wanted to add to that particular topic comes from something I was reading in Jeremiah chapter one. When God said, Jeremiah, what do you see? Jeremiah replied that he saw a branch of an almond tree. We're not going to get into that. But God turned to Jeremiah and said, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. I am watching over my word to fulfill it. What I want you to know is that your vision starts and ends with God. It is a revelation that he has shown you, and you don't have to perform for him or persuade him, or force his hand, or do anything on your own. God is watching over the vision that he has given you, and he will bring it to pass. All you have to do is believe it and walk in it like it's already done. So now that we've established a foundation for your vision, that every vision needs God, that leads me to the topic for episode three. And it is, Every Vision Needs Gratitude. Stay tuned, because what I'm getting ready to share is going to expand your gratitude list. Today's episode is hosted by our brand, Sanctum and Seed. Our goal at Sanctum and Seed is to offer Bible study tools and purposeful products to help you immerse your life in scripture and stay rooted in God's word. So today is a good day to start a new habit, one that involves intentionally writing the vision for who you will become tomorrow. Don't like what you see right now? Don't like the direction you're heading in? Don't like the ways in which you've changed and conformed and compromised? What about ready to take the limitations off of your dreams? Ready to see where God is taking you next. We believe that the vision you write will be the ones that manifest in your life. Habakkuk 2 and 2 says, write the vision and make it plain. Our new Write the Vision board is the perfect tool to capture your dreams and goals in one place so that you can see where you are and where you're going. So head on over to sanctumandseed.com and order your Write the Vision Board today. You can also click the link in the episode description. So today's topic is every vision needs gratitude. Let me ask you a question. What are you grateful for today? I'll give you a second to think about it. What are you grateful for right here and right now? When most of us think about gratitude, there's probably some common things that show up on our list. You know, we say things like, I'm grateful for my family and my home. I'm grateful for my job or my business. I'm grateful for food on the table, my health. I'm grateful for a peace of mind. I'm grateful for my circle of friends. I'm grateful to be able to pay the bills. I'm grateful for a car that takes me to and fro. Those kind of things generally are on our gratitude hit list. Here's something that I wanted to share with you on today. This is what the Bible says concerning gratitude. It's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. It says, "Rejoice." always pray without ceasing in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So I wanted to go ahead and answer the question that I received (laughs) on the new segment that we're calling dear Monday. I have a question. That question was, what is God's plan for me? How do I know? God's will for my life? Well, we can start here. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks. Somebody has been wondering, what is God's will for me? I'm sure you've probably prayed that at some point in your life. It is telling us right here these three things That is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always. That means find joy in every situation, regardless of what the situation is. Find joy in it. The second one is pray without ceasing. And I'm not talking about praying repetitiously, like without a break, but it means to make prayer a habitual part of your lifestyle. It means to pray persistently and regularly. It means that if you want to uncover where God is leading you, where he's taking you and what he wants you to do, you're going to have to pray. You're going to have to have a lifestyle of prayer that you incorporate prayer into everything that you do, everything that you embark upon, Prayer is a part of it. And in the last part, it says, In everything, give thanks. Hey, that's talking about the good, the bad, the ugly, the things you understand, and especially the things you don't understand. That which is pleasing and that which makes you uncomfortable, in everything, give thanks. So I had to go and look up the word everything in the dictionary, and this is what it says. Everything is the whole, the total, the sum, the entirety, each thing, everything that your mind can imagine, give thanks. That is God's will for you. So on today, I want to talk about every vision needs gratitude, but I want to highlight three unconventional things that you and I need to be grateful for. And when I say unconventional, I'm talking about the things that may seem unnatural, unusual, out of the ordinary, and different. That these may be things that you may not have thought that you need to include on your gratitude list. Three things. Number one, unanswered prayers. (laughs) that's a good one. Unanswered prayers is an indication of God's timing. And it's also a test of what are we learning in the wait? What are we learning in a season of wait? Because sometimes the answer is not no. Sometimes the answer is not now. Ecclesiastes chapter three, you've heard this before. There is an appointed time for everything. There is a time for every event under the heaven. The delays that frustrate you the most, even those that come as a result of another person's carelessness or error, they do not override the intentionality of God's purposes. Life's delays are often divine detours, positioning you, in the best place for God's plan to be served in your life. So we have to surrender these unanswered prayers to God and be grateful for them. We have to understand that our times and seasons are in God's hands. He's never late. Delay does not mean denied. And as we wait, there are treasures that he is revealing to us that we would not have uncovered without a wait or without an unanswered prayer. So be grateful for the prayers that God has not answered yes. Also, be grateful for the prayers that God has said no to. (laughs) Let me just tell you, when I look over my life, there are some things that I'm thankful that God didn't answer. There are some things that I'm thankful that God didn't say yes to. Because where I am right now, had God answered those prayers, I wouldn't be the woman that I am today. So look over your life and be grateful for the wait and also be grateful for the prayers that he didn't answer. So that's number one. Number two, we need to be grateful For missed opportunities and closed doors. Because this is an indication of God's redirection. There's a story that I wanted to tell you about, and it's found in Acts chapter 16. I want to read a little bit of it just to paint the picture of where I'm going. So Acts chapter 16, verse number six, is talking about Paul's journey. So it says, now, When they had gone through Phygeria and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. They were forbidden. (laughs) Verse number seven says, after they had come to Mysia, they tried to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So passing by Mysia, they came down to Troas. And a vision, we're talking about the transformational power of vision, y'all. It says, a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with us. Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them there. Paul, in this particular passage, was being redirected. Paul had an idea of what God wanted him to do, but he did not know all of the details. What about you? Do you have an idea of where God is leading you, but not all of the fine details, the who, what, when, where, why, and how? This is exactly where Paul was. He had this burden to preach the gospel in places where the name of Christ had not yet been known, but he was forbidden to go to certain places. You see, I believe that this is a great example of how we as believers may not always know exactly where God wants us to go or what God wants us to do. So if Paul, who was literally the church's greatest missionary, didn't know exactly where God wanted him to go. What about us? Why do we think we're exempt? You see, sometimes we only see the first step. God doesn't allow us to see the entire staircase, but God was redirecting Paul just like he redirects you and I. This passage shows us that God may close one door in order to open a better door. You see, Paul was thinking locally. He wanted to go to Asia and Bithynia, but God was thinking globally. When God closes one door, that is an indication that he is redirecting you to a better door. So praise God for the closed doors. Praise God for the missed opportunities because he will work all things out for your good divine redirection demands that we trust divine omniscience. Don't allow disappointment, frustration, confusion, and worry to make you rebel or resist God's plan. God's closed door is leading you to his open door. And in the end, his ways are always better than ours. One of my favorite verses is in Proverbs chapter 3. And it may be your favorite as well. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. Even if He has to redirect you, God is always directing your path. So we have to thank God. Be grateful for the redirection. Be grateful for the closed doors because that means that God's plan is still in work. Number three, the third thing that I think we need to be grateful for are hard and dark seasons. And this may make you very uncomfortable, but I have had to come to realize that hard and dark seasons are an indication of God's presence. Does that sound strange to you? It's an indication of God's presence. I say that because I know that God performs miracles in hard and dark seasons. God makes himself known to you in hard and dark seasons. God equips you for his purposes in hard and dark seasons. And God also provides opportunities for worship in hard and dark seasons. So last week, I was talking to a friend of mine about a hard and dark season that she's going through, and I began to share with her about a time in my life where I, too, had gone through a hard and dark season. And as I was sharing that with her, it literally triggered this particular memory where I was not only in a dark place spiritually and mentally, but also physically. So I had confined myself to a theater room in my house because that room represented darkness for me. What was once a place of enjoyment, I had turned into a hole, literally with no light. So in this room, the carpet was black, the walls were black, the furniture was black, everything was black. The only glimpse of light came when I opened the door and walked in or out of the room. And so for about a month, I stayed in that dark place. I slept there. I ate all my meals there. I answered my text messages from friends and family who checked on me, all from that dark place. And then one day, I went to the bathroom and I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. And at that moment, I didn't recognize the person that I had become. I knew it was me, but I had lost a part of myself that literally disturbed me to my core. And I looked in the mirror that day and I said these words, not another day. You see, I was living in a vision that had turned into my worst nightmare. And that day I decided to write a new vision. And if that's you, if you have been in a hard and dark season, I want you to take whatever strength that is in you because there is a glimmer of hope. There is strength in you, whether you realize it or not. I want you to pick yourself up and look in the mirror and say, not another day. And I want you to write a new vision. There's this analogy that my pastor uses, a comparison. It's an analogy of comparison to help us understand different words in our faith. So for example, he'll say that you can't understand faith without understanding doubt. You can't understand peace without an understanding of what chaos means. You can't explain good without explaining bad. You can't know what success is without knowing what it means to fail. So for me, I couldn't understand light without understanding what darkness felt like. So I'm grateful for the dark days because they've given me an appreciation for the light. I'm grateful for the hard seasons, for the confusion, for the frustration, the fear, the self-doubt, the closed doors, the answered prayers. I'm grateful for it all. Because without those things, I wouldn't know what it means to walk in the light of God's vision for me. Every vision needs gratitude. So I want you to pause with me for just a moment, and I want you to say these three words. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for the closed doors. Thank you for the missed opportunities. Thank you for the unanswered prayers. Thank you for the hard and dark seasons. Thank you, God. Amen. So friend, my goodness, I have shared with you that I'm starting a new segment here on the Dear Monday podcast and it's called Dear Monday, I Have a Question. And I've already answered the question for this week. That question was, what is God's will for me? How do I know what God's will is for me? And I just read 1 Thessalonians chapter five. It is to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, and in everything, give thanks. If you have a question, I'd love you to send them to me. You can send them to our DM on social media, which is an instant message, and get your question answered here on the show. What I'll do is I'll collect all of those questions during the week, and I'll tackle one of those questions on the Dear Monday podcast. When you send in your question, use the title, Dear Monday, I have a question. Amen. So, as always, I like to end every episode with an affirmation or some words to live by. I want you to repeat after me. I am seen, loved, and accepted. God is in tune with every detail of my existence. Today, I give him permission to redirect, reinvent, and restore me and it is so amen thank you so much for joining me on today don't forget to head on over to sanctumandseat.com and order your write the vision board today i want to invite you to come back next week we are going to be talking from the topic every vision needs goals and i have a very special guest I don't think you want to miss this conversation. Hey, I'll see you right here next Monday on the Dear Monday podcast. Cheers and have a fantastic rest of the week. God bless you. You've been listening to Dear Monday with Teronda Freeman. Please join us on Mondays for new episodes. Subscribe and connect with us on social media at St. Seed. See you next Monday.